podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. We call whistle, and this is true. We love to do the things that we're not supposed to do. We don't need robbing, stealing, or mugging. In fact, don't take it seriously. We're only bugging. <laughs> Hello, my name's Mark Webster. This is The Whistleblowers, and I'm delighted to say that we have a musical bent this evening. <laughs> it's a, no, it's a term. It's a term. Um, it's a musical bent, but, of course, the, the most important thing about it is, is that it's a bent with a twist, which suddenly has just turned into some kind of gymnastic thing, which I didn't even realise I was going to go down that road. Um, I will start with the obviously part of this, which is uh, the musical part of it, which is Alec Dupinski has, has welcomed back. for It's, it's been a while... Um, Welcome back. How you doing? You right? Problem you got here is I can't remember. Well, last time I was here was was Villa right in the kibosh. I think that hasn't changed about <laughs> last, last time we saw each other. So that what ten? Yeah, yeah, fifteen, yeah. twelve, twenty years. It's the third po- uh, the first podcast I've done, but we saw each other about. 18 months ago, maybe? Yeah. The last time, maybe, yeah, yeah. Freaky. Close, close, yeah, but, yeah. But no, close, but no cigar. Um, yeah. But uh, his right-hand man this evening... Um, He's arguably a, one that may surprise everybody because there's no necessary reason that one would associate this young buck of, of, of the popular music genre. You're obviously talking about me now. I've moved straight on to you, John, yes. <laughs> uh, this young buck of the popular music industry, and we'll hear about his music in a moment's time, with John Gregory. Mm-hmm. I, so I'll put the question mark in yes, the end exactly. of, on the name there. Hello, John. Um, thank you very much for coming along. Easiest thing to deal with here is... Why do you know um, old Lipinski over here? Yeah, um, I'm a fan of Twitter. Obviously, I was on Twitter, and um, I get various tweets and that that come from Villa fans wanting to know about. I bet, I bet you do about the old days, and uh, you know, uh, do you think we'll ever return to winning football matches? And um, <laughs> so, and, and Alex came on one day um, as a Villa fan and chatted away, and also a Springsteen fan. Um, I, I'm I'm pretty public about the fact that I'm a Springsteen supporter. You are supporter. out. Yes, yes. Um, and that's all on Twitter as well. It's all on my profile on Twitter. The fact that I'm a uh, number one Springsteen UK fan. Your picture is in front in front of his picture, isn't Absolutely, it? Absolutely. Yes, yes. It's quite right. So yeah. anyway, Alex Alex asked me a simple question about uh, albums. What are my favourite albums? Springsteen albums, and so on and so forth. Which I replied to, and he also put on his tweet. Um, I'm a singer-songwriter as well, and I've got uh, an album on iTunes. So I thought, album on iTunes? He must be half-decent if it's on iTunes. So I uh, immediately went onto iTunes, found his album, downloaded it, um, played it, and really enjoyed it, really liked it. I just thought... You two are peas from the same pod, aren't you? So anyway, it sort of went on from there, and... um, Alex played a couple of gigs up in London, so I came up to to see him and support him, and and obviously uh, been following him ever since. And um, you know, really been enjoying his music, and and I'm just sort of watching his path, and it's very similar. You know, mu- trying to get into music and, and make yourself um, a star as such is very similar to football. You know, yeah, we all start off with the, with the same idea. A lot of us fall by the wayside and don't actually make it. Um, and Alex is in a situation now where you know he's he's nearly there, he's almost there, and he's just got to keep keep at it, and uh, hopefully he'll he'll get that break eventually, as as I did. You know, I I wrote away to clubs as a kid 
when I was yeah. like 13, 14 years. I used, to write, I used to write in those days, back in the black and white days, of course. <laughs> uh, I used to write and, and, and try and get a trial at dear, a club. Dear you know? sir. I, it was. <laughs> yeah. Seriously, it was like that. And um, eventually I got a reply. Somebody bothered to reply to me. And... Um, Invited me over for a trial. I went and had the trial and uh, and signed up. Job and that was it. What we'll have to do, Alex, in the next half hour, though, is try and work out the equivalent footballer that you are at the moment. Where I don't, as, as the conversation goes along, we'll find out interesting. who you are. <laughs> and the good news is we'll stick around the Premier League for you, son. We're not going to mess around with none of that old championship and below stuff. Just avoid the Newcastle team. No, they, right. Well, I don't know. You know you, you, no, well, listen, you've got to start somewhere. <laughs> this, wow. this is life. Um, before we go any further then, what we need to do uh, before we talk about football is uh, the most important part of the evening is, is to actually prove uh, what John Gorey just said there is any affiliation at all with Bruce Springsteen. My suspicions is that he's just used this as a front to imply that he's got something outside of football <laughs> that he cares about because footballers are such shallow, one-dimensional individuals. Um, so I'll go. I've got six questions written down which are probably really embarrassingly poor Bruce Springsteen questions because it's not really my territory. Who's the only other musician on the cover of the Born to Run album? Clarence. Clarence Clemens, isn't yeah, he? Clarence. Sorry, Clarence. So, I, I'm sorry. sorry you I, went first, name. I thought you'd know. His, I uh, apologise. Yeah, Clarence, he's, he's uh, the only other musician. Yeah. And um, fantastic uh, album cover. It is a peach. It's amazing, it? amazing album cover. Though Springsteen does wear... A uh, pin badge with Elvis's face on it. Does he? So technically, yes, he does. technically. Oh, uh, <laughs> there you go. I'm beaten before I was <laughs> even started, which means I should probably move on to the most arguably bizarre news of the week, because we will talk about Villa, of course. But who saw Gary Neville ending up managing Valencia, even in spite of Salford FC, you know, Northwest Enders, the documentary? I don't know. Weirdest thing, isn't it? Yeah, it's very strange, but isn't there some connection with... Uh, the guy who owns Valencia yeah, yeah. chipped in at Salford. Uh, Salford, so but they know that, each other. So. Sure, they football. know each other, John. Come oh, on. without any question. But, but does, that, does that lead you to then give a, a fellow with zero experience that kind of work? Well, he obviously believes in him. I think he's been around Gary often enough through the, uh, the fact that they brought Salford uh, together as yeah. such, along with obviously a few, a few other people. Um, and he obviously knows him inside out. I think that was why his brother Phil initially got the assistant manager's job yeah. there. Um, and I suppose he just thought, well, it's you know, it's coming up to January. There's five months left of the season. That, which is all his, his gig is long. Yeah, that's, so that's let's, let's let's put him in there. Let's see if he can look after the shop for the time being. I'm sure that you know. Um, I don't think he'll fail. I think he'll do okay. Yeah. Uh, but their their uh, expectation level is not particularly high. He just wants to... Well, it's not, is it? They just want to get him in there just to look after the shop till the end of the year. If he does very well, if he swims, you know, um, maybe he might turn around in the summer and give it to him. So not a horrible period. pun. It's interesting, Alex, you know, from the, us, the fans' point of view, of course, yeah. is that what he's done since he's retired is, is he's proven himself to be something of a touchstone uh, as yeah, a broadcaster, yeah. that you understand what he's saying, and, yeah. and it seems to translate as you know to us, and, and also in his England role as well. Yeah, totally. I mean, I watch the game on Mondays, and, and I normally just turn it on at five to eight. But the last year or so, it's just for a for the entertainment of Jamie Carragher and Gary Neville, but also. <laughs> 
Go and have a We'll get his broadcasting voice together. He, yeah. to- he talks a lot of sense as well. And it's just like, you thought you'd have that bias initially when he left United, but he's, um, he talks a lot of sense. I think he'd be missed at Sky anyway. I think they'd, they'll... He, uh, he seems to have a lot of knowledge on the game and I think he'll do well. Definitely, it's TV, it's definitely TV's loss. Yeah. I think what's interesting is there's, there's two, the two voices that, I'm, that, that, that I think are particularly interesting about this as well. Roy Hodgson immediately, Alice has spoken about this, he says like, mm. he's 100% behind it is what he says yeah. and he says it's an extra string to his bow and I, and I can see, see from Hodgson, it's a, it's, a no, it's a no-lose, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, the experience we'll get firstly from managing abroad in a complete different environment Without, with, with the pressure. Um, but the only thing with respect to England when they say they won't really miss him in terms of what he's doing now is how hands-on he is. Is he just on the field coaching and he has that connection with players or has he got a bigger role, which yeah. you need as England coach. But um, I think, yeah, I think it can only be a good thing for the national squad. It's, he will be at England, you know, in the, in the sort of parlance, putting the cones out, won't he? Of course, that's what we'll be doing for Ryderton at the moment. And that's fine. That's, that's the, because you need that. He's the young man. He, mm. he, he knows the fellas that he's working with. He's gen, his, his generation to a great effect, John, isn't it? Mm. But is it a good point that... Because in theory, he's kind of bypassing a lot if this is his route forward. He's taking a huge step forward. Yeah, uh, in what he's doing uh, to walk into a job of of, um, of that stature, you know, Valencia, La Liga, uh, one of the best leagues in the world. I think you know they they do vie with us uh, in the Premier League. You know, there's an argument to say that, that their league is as good as ours. Sure, um, it probably hasn't got the depth of ours. Uh, there's many good teams in it. It's got three or four, and that's about it. But nevertheless, does, Valencia, that, does that help him? Do you think because Valencia are in the echelon, which won't get sort of yeah, like, you know, like, like you know punctuated or, or you know impregnated by them? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they're a, you know they're a sort of West Ham, Tottenham, you know, just outside that yeah. sort of top four, top five. Not too much expected of them. Um, so I, th- I think it's a great job for him to to walk into. Um, he will he will learn very quickly what it's like to be the number one. Do you mind as a manager mm. that? He has. There's an element of fast tracking has gone on here with him. Not, no, not least of which is his, his TV career has given him yeah. ten years advantage. Yeah. You know, yeah. is, it, is it a worry to you as a fellow who's kind of gone through the, the you know, I guess let's mm. say the conventional yeah, yeah. route. No, it's. Um, I think when you look at somebody like Gary Neville, he's somebody that we respect. I think yeah. anyway, as a player, he's um, he's not a fancy Dan. You know, he, he's not a sort of uh, one of the Spice Boys no. who, who suddenly thought, oh, well, I'll be a manager and gone, and gone to be a manager. He's kind of, uh, he's very grounded. He's a very down-to-earth guy. Um, looks after, he, he looks after himself, his family and everything else. Um, and I think to, to walk straight into a job like that, yeah, I mean, he's not exactly sort of done the rounds he hasn't sort of had to manage in league one or league two and 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 earn his stripes but he's gone straight into a job um the fact that he's worked with england for the for the last 12 months with roy hodgson um will be a big help to him because because one of the most difficult things you'll find as as a player then to go and and basically you're the enemy yeah really You, you 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 walk into the dressing room and the dressing room suddenly goes quiet because they're either talking about you 
or they've been talking about the manager, or they've been talking about the staff. Is that because you're too close to both camps? No, almost? no because you used to be a player. Exactly, that's it, what I mean. Yeah, yeah. To, I mean, as, as a player, you sit in the dressing room, you slag everybody off, you have a, you have a chit-chat, you that's do this, healthy, that, and the other. That's healthy, John, that's healthy. Get off your chest. Of course it is. You know, the way we played on Saturday was rubbish. Surely yeah. he, he can't pick that geezer again and all that. And suddenly, Gary Neville will find, when he walks into the dressing room, Whereas everyone used to carry on talking because he was a player. He yeah. was one of them. Now he's the enemy. Uh, and suddenly it all goes quiet because he walks in. They're obviously talking about you or talking about your systems or, or, the, or the way that you train and some of the things that you say. Um, and, and in his case, you know, they'll probably make fun of his... So he's got to be quite, he's got to be quite strong as an individual because he's going to have to get past that, isn't he? Yeah, and, and as I said, you, you, then if they get beat at home... You got you you got forty odd thousand fans that will be calling There's you that. all the names under the sun, waving the white handkerchiefs as they do in, in Spain. Yeah, when they want the manager gone, they wave the white handkerchiefs, and you suddenly have to you suddenly have to deal with all those things, you know. But I think, as I said earlier, he's been grounded because Gary Neville used to get booed at Wembley. That's true. Playing for his country because he him because and Frank no one, Lampard. No one wanted him in that team, didn't no they? One no one liked him. No, no one liked him, even though he you know he played he played with them three lines on his chest. He gave everything that's a each very and every good week. Point. He spent his, uh, he's been beaten up pretty tight. He has. So yeah. that's why I say, you know, I personally think he's very grounded. Uh, he hasn't got his head up his backside. Yeah. I think he's one of those guys that will be uh, that will be very pragmatic about the way he approaches I, the job. I think as it's well. a very good point that John makes mm. because I, I, my point, I think probably mm. John's role, mm. an exception to the role. It's not like every every other footballer who's been who's had that career could do it. I think it's the mm. person, the person, and the personality. Yeah. Rio Ferdinand has said about it as well that he sees he sees him as a potential next manager for Man United, Alex. Mm, mm. Now, of course, Ryan Giggs is sitting there. Yeah. <laughs> you know, sort of the incumbent. Yeah. Uh, who, but there's a logic to that as well, isn't there? I, I, you, because, because United is in this... They look like a team in a state of flux. And I mean that deliberately because of the manager they've got in place at the moment. Yeah, I mean, I've, I've seen United on Sky have many games this season and last season. I haven't seen them... Play. You stayed awake? Well, I tried. I've set my alarm <laughs> for a half-time cup of tea. But um, I've, I haven't seen him play convincing once. And I've watched the Champions League game on Wednesday, home game, uh, nil-nil. And they didn't look like United at home in the Champions League. And I couldn't remember one chance that was, that was created. And it's just... But they're scraping these victories in the Premier League. And it's like, at the end of the season, if they win the league... You know, you can't really criticise. You're like, well... No, you're right. No, But at the point. same time, you, you almost think that's acceptable to uh, the way Liverpool play at the moment. If they were to rock up at Anfield, you can see Liverpool turn them over 4-0 the way yeah. you're sort of playing. And you think, well, actually, something's up here, you know? And I, I, I'm trying to work out whether they're actually a good team or whether they're just... They haven't been found out yet. It's a very good point. Because, John, for me, at the moment, there's, this, it's a, there's a cult of personality going on at the moment in terms of in, in, in the Premier League. Yeah. And, and that includes, obviously, um, you know, uh, our man at Chelsea. It all, mm. but, but Jurgen Klopp is mm. now in the mix. Mm. People are almost voting with their feet in terms of the nature of the manager, rather than the, because uh, is Van Gaal's team that boring? Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, yes. First, okay, right, okay. Question one. <laughs> don't question be, don't be two. Uh, effective. <laughs> I, I mean, when you look at, let me throw this in that sense. Mm. I'll throw all them, throw all these teams out there with their mm. managers. Yeah, yeah. Who comes out? Who's coming out on top for you? Jose Mourinho won the won the league last year. 
it was slightly more exciting than it was when he won it before. I think when he won it before, again, it was very disciplined. Um, and I think that was where he had the big fallout with, with Abramovich. Yeah. They weren't sexy. Abramovich would sit and watch Barcelona, who had probably spent less money than, than Chelsea very had. Very good point. Yeah. And they were very sexy to watch. Very sexy yeah. Barcelona, you know, with, with um, and, and since then they've, they've gone up a, a notch, really. Barcelona have, and I think Chelsea were, were pretty dull. They were better last year because they got Hazard in the team, yeah. And I think Hazard is, 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 uh, is, is very pleasing on the eye to watch. Um, and Chelsea were slightly better last year and they won the league. Um, I, I look at Manchester United and it's dull. It's really dull. You are, it, it, it's dull watching them what you, watching them play. Yeah, you can officially and I can tell see from, the players. You can tell us from. Uh, I can see what I can view, see. Yeah. Wayne Rooney as well. I can see. I'm looking at Wayne. Wayne's not his, himself, and I think Wayne being he, he's actually a gentleman and he's an f- amazing professional. I, Wayne I, Rooney. I, you hear he nothing, gets his head down. You hear he gets nothing but good it. things about him within the circles of football. Do I, you? I'm not so sure. Seven or eight years ago, whether or not he could have controlled himself. Um, Good point, yeah. With, with, with the way that they play. But he looks bored playing. Wayne Rooney actually looks bored playing. <laughs> it's a very good expression, which is, which, yeah. is, which is sad to say. But um, the whole thing about Manchester United is obviously keeping possession. They, go backward, they tend to go backwards more than they go forwards. And it's not, it's not that pleasing on the eye. And also, we've been brought up with Manchester United being always exciting. Even as far back when Tommy Dock was there, yeah. they played with two wingers, get the ball forward... We've got 60,000 fans here and we need to... But has to... Van Gaal earned the right for them not to be? Um, yeah, so far he has. It, ah, right. So far Jury's he has. out though, yeah. But, but there'll, there'll come a period when fans will be saying, now, come on, I just want to... I want, get me off my seat. Yeah. And they're not getting them off the but seat. But more importantly, John, mm. who covered Blinded by the Light and had a hit with it? Man for man. Jesus. It's like that. I, yeah, I and you I'd... know they changed one I'd... of the words, did No? Yeah. What? They they changed, uh, cut up like a douche. Okay, yeah. Did which, they really? Which in America is is a, a quite a bad word. In another lot, yeah, it's douchebag. Exactly. Douchebag. Exactly. And Bruce reckons Look at that. Me from New Jersey. <laughs> Bru- I'm from Bruce New Jersey. reckons. Bruce reckons that's why they went to number one. But, but, man for man, because they they changed, they changed that word. I'm, I, I should just point out because it's one of the greatest things I've ever done in my entire life. Is I, I do a, a music show at late night with uh, on on Five Live called Virtual Jukebox. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and if he come to the Island Man, this would be the best story ever. But I, we, we, people ring in and pick their tunes out. I spoke to a man who sold a mandolin from Man from Manfred Man. Who sold a man who sold a mandolin. To a man from Manfred Man. Oh, excellent. Love that. There's a song in that. If he'd come, if he'd come from Isle of Man, this would have been the greatest <laughs> story ever told, wouldn't it? But there you go. Not everyone or there. What's his middle names? Whom? Bruce Springsteen. I'm, I'm, What's I'm, his I'm, real name? I, I, no, his middle names. Oh. Oh, um, oh, excellent. Frederick. Oh, he's got it. Damn. Frederick. Uh, Bruce Frederick. Oh, damn. I, I, I've got to be honest with you. I, I, I should give you that one. No, it's not James. No. Bruce Frederick. Well, it's, it's, it's Jesus is his dad. Excuse me? Jesus is his dad. Oh, right, okay. Joseph. Uh, yeah, okay. okay. But, that, you know, that's neither here nor there at this moment, Sorry. you know, yeah. because there's still, yeah. there's still more to come. I uh, just normally call him Bruce. I don't sort na- of say, naturally. Bruce, Frederick, Joseph, would you like a beer? That would... That w- <laughs> That would be strange, wouldn't yeah, it? Yeah, it would, yeah. That would be strange if you ever bought me a bloody beer in the first place. Have you bought me... No, <laughs> no, 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 no. Yeah, yeah. Right, OK. The Villa. Let's yes. get there, shall we, Alex? I mean, because... We're running out of time, aren't we? Well, no, well... <laughs> uh, well, it, uh, 
We start, they are. We are now about to start running. Yeah, he's yeah, at the clock. The clock suddenly starts ticking. Yeah. Oh my um, God. Peter With uh, recently said, um, you've got to look at the bosses and uh, who have gone in the championship and there's a panic situation at Villa. And this is probably the biggest part of the story. It's not necessary. It's not Tim Sherwood. Should he be there? Shouldn't he not be there? It's not Renegade. Should he be there? Should he be there? It's the fear of looking down in this season of all seasons because there's money floating around next year. Not only that, but I think it's, they've all been pawns in the game over the last four years. I think it's, it's um, the where the, where the club are, which is ridiculous because a club of that size with the history and tradition it's absolute ridiculous where they are. But again, there's, there's no right to stay in the Premier League. But the owner, when O'Neill was in charge, he gave him the money and, um, you know, to keep competing where O'Neill wanted to get to the top four, he had to keep investing. That's just the nature of the beast now of the Premier League. Sure. And, and Lerner, I think he sold James Milner, is like, you're not having the money. And he, O'Neill left. And since then, he's, he's cut, um, cut funds and uh, managers have come and gone and they've had to kind of, on the strict wage budget. Uh, and and the last season, you had Ben Teke and Delph Villa's two top players last season who arguably kept... Thank you very much and good night. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, can I just... Oh, oh, oh listeners. Oh, he's a bit of a... I know he's an old lovey, you know, but... The, long the story. The sadness in that boy's eyes. He's like, you, you looked about 80 there, Alex, when you... The, 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 the loss, mm. basically. Feel bad about that, do you? should see me on Saturday <laughs> at five o'clock. Oh, yeah. <laughs> We're at, at Watford game Saturday. We went oh, there. did you go the Perrier? Yeah, yeah. Went Saturday. We yeah. lost. Uh, we played ten minutes extra time. Believe it or not, uh, yeah. Because the goalkeeper got injured. Yeah. Uh, Gomez got injured for uh, Watford, and they played ten minutes. We just thought, well, there's a chance to get back in it, but uh, we got one back, but what, still lost three two. What were so what were you looking at with that team? Were you look? I mean, it's probably unfair to, to, mm. to, to, to talk about it being Gardo's team and at this stage in that sense, but. Is it is it also John too early to talk about a team that are being uh, that, uh, you know that are lost mm. or are, are they there? Is, 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 are they are they halted already? No, I think um, they've they've got serious problems with uh, with the players that they've brought in uh, who are not good enough, uh, certainly not good enough for the Premier League, and and I think the policy over over the quite a few years at Villa has been let's buy cheap on the continent. Bring them to the Premier League, hopefully uh, improve them to a certain level, take them to a certain level, and sell them for lots of money. And now they did it with with Benteke. They paid seven million pounds for him, sold him for thirty two million. Yeah, that does is amazing. You business. don't do that every week, though. But do that's you? not going to happen with everybody. No, no. But 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 part of that um, part of that si- the signings that they made really should have been experienced players. They brought a lot of kids over. Backbone. Yeah. yeah, and you, you you need you need old heads in the team, and certainly you need people in the Premier League that know what it's about because it's a really tough division. And and Villa, are, I'm afraid they've skirted with relegation for the last uh, two or three seasons, and this season they've found themselves bottom of the league. And there's the only reason that they're bottom of the league is they are the worst team out of twenty. Oh, by by a long way. Ouch. By a long way, they are the worst team in the Premiership at the moment. Really. And um, I'd even you know Bournemouth are just above us. But at the same time, Villa are playing that badly. And looking at them now, he can't make any changes, you see, until January. He can't bring in any new players. He's got to persevere for the next, for the next four weeks. Which, of course, everyone else would do as well. Of course. It's not like they've got the... Yeah, they've got the... You know, it's not... At the moment, they can't win a game. They can't even get a draw. Yeah. You know, they can't get a point. They've got five points so far. 
Villa have lost 11 matches Jesus. this season. 11 games. Who do you like, Alan? Is, 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 is there green shoots in there that you like as a fan? I think there's potential, definitely. But they've got a team of, uh, with no experience. Uh, a lot of the new signings have come in and potential's there. Amavi was probably the best of the bunch left back that was signed now, unfortunately injured for the rest of the season. And... <laughs> Um, I, I, sorry, I laugh. It was, it was, I, I, yeah. I was on site. It's a sympathetic <laughs> laugh. I apologise. Um, I just think there's not enough quality there. To there needs to be some experience, some quality in the team, and that you just look around. The defence is shot. It's just mm. when you're down there, nothing goes. T- to you. Tim Shell was never going to. Tim Shell would never have gone that route because uh, listen, mm. and, and uh, you know, I, I, they're I'm, not uh, all his signings. Exactly. No, but I also paraphrase about Tim Shell, which is the fact that I don't see Tim Shell as a man mm. who was mm. going to bring in blokes who are technically about the same age as him to no, actually try and save the day. Mm. He's all about moulding what he's got in front of him. Mm. Do you think Gar might be different, though? Is Gar... John, uh, uh, I don't know enough about his background, except except the good the one thing you might argue mm. is he's, mm. he's lived here and worked here. Yeah, the only thing is, is uh, Sunderland are down there in trouble. Yes. And they've just gone and got Sam Sam's, Allardyce. He's nicked a couple of, wi- he's a couple of points of recent times. Yeah, but he, he won on Saturday. He won, he's won two games on the trot now. He's suddenly got six points. You know, he's, and, and you, can, you can argue uh, as much as you like, he has had amazing effect he's on the, the team. He's got the touches. isn't they've he? Won the, they've got six it's points. Weird, they've weirdest, won the last two matches. The weirdest thing. And, and to me, if, if you want to stay in the Premiership... This is the type of person How that we should have. How about Steve hyped. McLaren's magic touch, John? Well, he hasn't got one. Has he? <laughs> Bless him. It's, yeah. uh, it, it's uh, oh. no, he's he's having a tough time. But but really, what, what the point I was trying to make was, um, in the last couple of seasons, yeah. Villa have gone and, and appointed a manager. Uh, they went and appointed Tim last year, and really they should have gone for Tony Pulis at the time. Yeah, they should have. Mm. They, when, when Paul Lambert was having a tough time, Villa was slipping towards the relegation zone. Just say, just someone like Pulis, consolidate. Just yeah. Let's get back into the. Let's stay, make sure we stay in the Premiership, and then let's put a plan together. I don't think Villa have a plan. I no. think everything's off the cuff. I think the only saving grace this season, uh, season gone by, is that. There's enough poor teams this season. You look, Villa, Newcastle, but Sunderland, it's Bournemouth, Norwich. probably the conversation Norwich. they're having already, isn't it? Yeah, you're yeah. right, Alex. There's yeah. enough poor teams. They think, right, remember the season West Ham went down over I think, no, like 10, I 11 no, years ago. No, I have no ago. idea what you're talking about. No, but press on. <laughs> I think they're, they're going down like 42 points, is it? <laughs> yeah, press on, yeah. And yeah. you think, um, I don't think... <laughs> you're right, though, you're Villa, right. I think Villa yeah. beat them twice. Yeah, there's, there's no... Yeah. Shut Oh, gee, all right, we thank managed. you. All right, double tech, great. I've been tag team, superb. Yeah, I do remember. How about, though, here's the thing. We talked about this last week, but, it, but, it's, it, it, but God has, has taken it on. Um, Jack Grealish, 20 years old, mm. went out to a nightclub, is not allowed to play football again, and quite right too. In fact, why he's not been hung by his neck until he's dead, I do not know. Mm. What's your Alex, you're, you're nearly a young man. I remember you when you was a young man. That was about <laughs> 18 months ago before Villa were really struggling. Yeah. Since then, time has been told, yeah. Um, what do you think about well, the, the thing? thing? He, he went out in Manchester and he went out in Birmingham on the Sunday night as well, which hadn't been reported. Um, th- what, I don't you, know, you, Lee Hendry made a good is point. Is it the Birmingham thing that really worries no, no, you? No, Lee, on a Lee, night Lee Hendry, I was listening on the radio up to the game on Saturday, Lee Hendry made a good point when he was, uh, when he was playing, I think when John was in charge. Um, at that time, you had players in the team of experience and old heads like uh, Dion. Um, yeah. And uh, Gareth, Gareth Southgate. Gareth Southgate. And uh, if 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 they lost four 0 to Everton, and you wanted to go out that night, Dion or Gareth would have dragged you on a coach saying you ain't going anywhere. And it's not the fact that 
going out um, and having a good time, it's like, do it behind closed doors. The fans have travelled all the way, they've paid all that money to watch you lose and not put up a show 4-0. So, so, you, so you think that he's going out in technically an ineffective period of, of, of the week Don't show is your an face. issue? Don't show your face. Yeah. If you get beat 4-0... Don't even don't go outside your front yeah, door. Yeah, but you say so. Oh, you know, okay, well that's. I'd be so humiliated you, did, that I'd lost four nil. I wouldn't go out that night. There was no iPhones in the olden days. No, no, no. no. So, no. so basically, you could have you could have slipped out. Arguably, well, people surely slipped out. Yeah, but if you. Yeah. Even if you slip out, you, you basically don't show your face. You just lost 4 now. You don't Imagine wear a giant Justin Bieber out and start sucking on a balloon. No. A cone. Okay. A cone. I but, kind of see that. Yeah, but you just... Uh, actually, you, you won't go outside your house. I mean, I had it as a player. I had it as a manager. Even more so as a manager. If my team lost, I just couldn't go out of the house. And I couldn't show my face. Because yeah. you walk in somewhere, someone looks at you, oh, good result today then, Not pal. least of which, exactly. Humiliating. You're in this shit anyway. Absolutely exactly. And fa- fans have spent, spent their weekly wage on, and which is the weekly wage in the Premier League now, some club, you know, travelling all the way that, to watch that, to watch yeah. that drivel, yeah. to come back home, to work next day, and you've got someone who hadn't put performance in. No, nah, that's, that's a good and point. someone's man. gone out partying for two but, nights. But more importantly, though, John, um, which town in New Jersey was Bruce Springsteen born in? Freetown. Was it? Yes. See, I had Long Branch written down. What's Long Branch then? Long Branch? Didn't he he had know. a house there. No. Was that where... Oh, OK. Is that where it born to run? Long Branch? Freehold. Freehold. Was Freehold, New Jersey. In 1969 to 1971... Mm-hmm. There was a, a band in which he played with Steve Van Zandt. Oh, that would be the. And I think it's I think he's the only fella, as far as I can tell, because I don't know, uh, that has gone all the way through to the E Street Band and all that stuff like Steve that. Steve Van Zandt. Yeah, but it, I've got a name written down. I hope I'm not wrong. Go on. Since you tell me, this is excellent. I'm so excited. You've got, you've got in one, a pathetic way. Got one over us. It begins with six. Castiles. The Castiles. They were. They were. That was his first band. That's the first band. Yeah. The Steel Mill. Steel Mill. Oh, Steel Mill. Yeah. Okay. Sorry about that. Right. <laughs> is that, is that right. half a point? I'm going to throw an easy one at the end here. Which friend appears in the Dancing in the Dark video? Oh, uh, Courtney Cox. Cox. Thank you very much indeed. Yeah. Everyone enjoys that one. <laughs> and knows it only too well. Yeah, um, yeah. God bless them and, uh, and all who sells in her. Um, don't forget our Whistleblowers iPhone app is completely free. You get the, uh, the podcast first, videos and all the archives, plus the latest football news from the BBC Telegraph and The Guardian. Follow the links from the whistleblowers.net or find them in the app store is the way to go about your business. Um, before we go... John, I want to run a couple of your old clubs past you yes. here. Um, in, in terms of management, um, mm. Derby, obviously, well, actually, I suppose we can, yeah. in, a, in a weird way, we leave Derby alone because everything right. seems to be going just swimmingly, Very doesn't well it? indeed. Very well indeed. Do you think Paul Clement was a clever appointment because you're bringing him in from, obviously, you're bringing an mm. English manager back. Yes, this yes, is yes. Whole, yes. It always this whole foreigners, yes. in quotes, thing yeah. up in the air for me. This It's an English bloke who's learned his game in foreign, yes, but he's done his he's done his uh, done his time in many respects. Quite right. He's worked under uh, some amazing uh, uh, managers, and finds himself now uh, been at two two great clubs in particular, Paris Saint Germain and Real Madrid, working under Ancelotti, and um, 
he's now gone out and stood on his own two feet. But he, he's been there. He's been in the dressing room for a long time. He hasn't suddenly stopped playing and then yeah. wants, wants to be a coach or wants to be a manager. Is, is, is this not why we should stop being quite so blinkered about mm. our conversations yes, about yes. foreigners this and yes, you yes. Know, locally? Because... Because the next guy, Jimmy Floyd Hasselbank, yes. he's, he's probably, as we speak, the QPR yes, manager. He's, he's probably just down to mm-hmm. negotiation. Now, of course, we know Jimmy. Jimmy mm. doesn't come from here. No. But Jimmy is from here, isn't he? I mean, you know, he's played his football here. He's done an amazing job. But the Dutch are very smart. A lot of the ex-Dutch players uh, don't go straight into first-team football. They they work with the kids. They work at. So uh, it's, a, it's a kind of a little Dutch phenomenon. The, it's, think, yeah? it's a Dutch thing. It's their mentality. They don't want to step out and become the manager of would, Ajax. Would that be the education? The, would that be how they've grown? Would that be the that's, system? That's learning, part of the system. Learning in, that, in Holland, it were, yeah. it's part of the system that you know you go and teach the under seventeens. You spend two three years working with the under seventeens. Maybe you move up to the under eighteens, the under nineteens, and you you basically learn how to coach. Yeah. First before you step into that big job. Whereas in England, we tend to, oh, finish playing, I'm going to be a manager now. And so many of, of our... What you got against Gary Neville? What's he talking about no. that? Why is he saying that, Alex? That's, it's, it's, that's, it's been that's a lot. so unfair. There's been a lot that have gone straight into the game, literally stopped playing and yeah. gone straight into becoming a manager and, and failed miserably. So, so, so he's, he's kind of... David Platt was one of them. David Platt David, finished playing, of course, yeah. went straight into management when, in my opinion, he should have gone and worked as an assistant manager at... Berry, yeah, for four years or something, and find out what it's all about first. <laughs> That'll learn you, Be- yeah. Before you step into that big job. On that note, mm. what what's your story? Where, where are you? Are, are you are you done? Mm. Are you happy? No, I'm not done. No, no, no. Obviously, I had. No, a, that was a, that was a, that was a, that was a appalling way of putting it. But like, no, I know exactly what you meant. But no, no, I still, uh, I've still got a couple. Do you more hanker? Jobs oh, do you? Yeah, yeah. Well, well, I, I mean, look at look at look at him. He's, he's, he's like the I'm boss not about of the no, you'd never know, would you? You'd never know how old he was. He turns 30 next month. Ooh! <laughs> always, always. Nice and flattering. <laughs> so tell me about him in the... Because, of course, in, in the song which is called... Yeah, Lonely Kid. There's you. I mean, you strike your stuff. You've got your stupid... You've got your bloody guitar case and your ma- macho in your way through the video. Like, like Not so. much, not much Yes, you are. You're marching. You're mar- you, you're very Clint Eastwood, I thought. <laughs> but eventually you arrive... Yeah. In the video in, yeah. and in the story, uh, yeah. at the front door of a nightclub, and who's there? But the boss, the John. Yeah, he's on the door. Um, it, it, yeah, we just thought about putting him in, and it was it just part of the story. And uh, so John plays the doorman as I walk through, and the crowd are kind of waiting to go in, and um, he kind of gives me the nod, as in very menacing, gives me the nod, black shot in black and white. Uh, yeah. Walked in, but I have to say, John was a one take man. There was no messing about. Really? Yeah, it was just... One, one take, Johnny. It's yeah, like, as we all know you. The di- exactly. <laughs> the directors, have we got... Yeah, I think... Yeah, we got that. Yeah, cheers. I think right. Guy Ritchie... Oh, oh you, 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 t- you told everyone that will, that will do you. That will do you. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's Let's got it go. covered. And uh, I think Guy Ritchie was on the phone with about half an hour. Yeah. I don't know. Or yeah. Vinnie Jones. Yeah. Do you remember yeah. that, that story like a Vinnie Jones-style character, which is, of course, how he got <laughs> yeah. his job, yeah, John Gregory. Could, exactly. could be the future. You never know. Tell us about the single, then. What's the story about that? The single was called Lonely Kid. It was released uh, Friday, just gone the 27th of November. Um, and uh, just digital download on all major digital download sites. Um, and it was a single I had ready for a while. I've got an album coming out, which about in the spring, um, produced by Anton Newcomb from the Brian Jones Time Massacre. Um, yeah, and the single, uh, it's out now, which you can get, and all, all the proceeds go to um, 
a charity called the Harry Mosley uh, Helping Harry uh, Help Others, which is basically an 11-year-old boy from Birmingham who fortunately died uh, of cancer a few years ago. Uh, it was a charity he started to raise money for brain cancer within children. Um, so all the proceeds from the, the single will be going to the Harry Mosley charity. It's great, great news and well done indeed. And, and, you know, and to score... Someone like John Gray to appear, you know, as, as uh, with a face like that, you know, the the, okay. the, the chummy, the, the the cuddly face like that, to actually then turning into it's some cuddly. of the some cuddly. Of, that's a nice word. Yeah, I've always used about you and they, John. I'm sure they. <laughs> there you go. Thank you very much, lads. That was the whistleblowers. This is a playback media production served to you in association with Why Not Think People Sports Social Podcast Network.